Hello and welcome to a special edition of the In the Money Players podcast. This is a custom show we're doing for our friends out at uh, Del Mar. We'll be hearing some words from them a little bit later in the show. I'm your host, Peter Thomas Fornital. I am uh, coming to you not from the Brooklyn Bunker, but from my dad's old office in Port Washington, Long Island, where I've been for the holiday, which is why I don't have the TV in the office with me, Billy, that you inquired about. To be watching <laughs> you don't have a TV? Oh, no. But, I'll keep you posted. It's... <laughs> No, don't, don't. It's oh, okay. you don't want to know. Okay. I'll, I'll pause it. I'll go back. It'll be fine. I'll catch okay. up doing when the ball's out of play. But listen, hey, yes, it's a big day for uh, USA soccer, but it's a big weekend for horse racing, including our friends out at Del Mar. The turf festival this year uh, carrying over to two weekends. It kicks off this weekend. I'll actually be out there for next weekend, getting a chance to see these two uh, guests today in person. We'll start with the man whose voice you've already heard. You know him from the work he does with Little Red Feather. You know him from the owner's box, Billy Koch. What's going on, Billy? Not much, PTF. Just nice to be back at Del Mar. I hope everybody had a nice Thanksgiving. I saw you did your there's some crazy run that looked <laughs> exhausting. I, I, I literally what got tired. Just he did some crazy run. He was all sweaty and posting his results. And that literally could have just been Pete climbing the stairs. I mean. <laughs> well, come on, let's be nice, Michelle. Let's, hey, I finished in Michelle, the top half. That. I yeah. finished in the top half of the field of twenty six hundred in this five miler. Uh, I'm happy to tell what you. What about for your age group? Not great, Mid middle, little bit okay. back, middle of the pack. But I realized it's like self selecting because if you're still run, if you're 50 years old and you're still running like the other people are like really into it there's not like right. a lot of dilettantes like myself so not embarrassing like seven yeah but you worked out i mean you, you worked out and and that's more than a lot of people Derry, i was in uh i was on a trip and i did i played pickleball i, I horse pickleball. i i Everyone went horseback pickleball. riding i don't know it's like mini tennis it's weird i don't know <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just hit the ball back and forth. The good news was I didn't have to run that much, so it was good, right. and I was very sore from horseback riding. Michelle, I have great – we're going to talk about this when we ultimately do our show. That's the first time I've been on a horse in a really long time, and I could barely get on the horse. The insides of my thighs. What is that? Like, oh, not your yeah. hamstring, but your no, – almost like your, your inner groin thigh. area. Oh, I am still sore. I did it five days ago. I am so sore. You got to get up and do it the next day, too, and then you'll feel no, better. No, not as much I, as I, as much as I like groin. talking about your groin. Billy, oh, sorry. It's He's like, I want to talk about our second my guest. Oh, voice you've heard at this point, you know her from the amazing work she does on uh, the Santa Anita simulcast feed from the owner's box as well from a host of activities and really had to move heaven and earth to uh, get here to be with us today. So we appreciate her more than usual. Michelle, you what's happening? How was your thing? I'm good. Hey, I see some to-go containers right there, Pete. Yeah, what's yeah. in there? That's what's turkey there? behind you. Let's see. Oh, those are just extra, rather than, you know, dirty a million uh, plates for Thanksgiving. We did a lot of uh, disposable ones this year. So those are Pete, some extras like, that I should have put away by now, but didn't. You're like my wife. You said Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You, you hit the wrong syllable. She <laughs> said hotel and TV. That's like you. I never knew that about you. I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Absolutely. That's wild. Okay, good for you. Pete hasn't started yet. They're just doing warm-ups. That's okay. Don't know. You haven't had Thanksgiving yet? No, no, we did. Those were leftover. Those were ones we didn't get to, so they need to be stored for the next big family cooking project. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Now that we have that out of the way. Yeah, let's go. 
we do have some racing we need to talk about, team. And we should also point out the contest is this is this weekend. Billy, are oh. you going to be participating in that? You know what? I just got back down here. I hadn't even thought about it, but maybe I will because I went oh, through these. I mean, if I have strong enough opinions, you know, I well, we'll, maybe. We'll talk some of them through, but folks can get involved in that. You can obviously play at Del Mar. You can find the info on dmtc.com. And I think you can also play from both ExpressBet and TVG. So get in touch sooner rather than later and make sure they have a spot for you in this Del Mar contest because I don't think you can just roll up uh, yeah. right before the races and do it. So get get involved there. On this show, we're going to talk about uh, the Saturday late pick five. We start off in race number five, 5.30 Eastern, the schedule post time. $25,000 claimers on the turf going the sharp five furlongs. Michelle, what do you like in here? So I thought this race was interesting obviously i like the three hebe mojo ryzen for john sadler i think he suits the level i think the cutback and distance gonna benefit him and i know he's gonna have speed to run at which i think will work in his favor i know he's been facing a lot lesser types when he was been running at golden gate with some of his better races uh i mean a lot lesser types but also I think sometimes that distance is the great equalizer, and I just think that this is probably a good spot for him with a good setup. Um, I can't single in this race. I also like the five, King of Speed for Craig DeLossi. Again, I think a horse that just runs very well going five. Look at the race um, that he ran where he got beaten by Maven. He ran good there, and then he ran against the uh, – in the nighttime in the thousand yard race, I still I still think he ran very well there. And his last race at this level shows that he suits at the level. So all those things kind of going to combine for him. And I wouldn't completely leave off Maven. I would like to see Edwin try to not break the speed barrier. Um, you know, when he <laughs> won at Elmar, when he was with Wesley, Mike Smith went a leisurely 22-45. Um, when we read him in the green flash, Maldonado sent, he went 21-44 and he bled that day a little bit. So he wasn't able to uh, hold on. And then he got last time out, it was him and encroachment duking it out at Santa Anita. They went 21-43 and obviously he got tired because he wasn't, I'm not sure if Edwin knew he wasn't going five furlongs, he was actually going six furlongs that day. Um, and if, if anyone can hold on going, going six, I'm like, hey, good, good yeah. job. But our horse, definitely not. So the cutback should help him. Um, the scratch of Barris and the bull should probably help him a little bit. So I wouldn't check him off, but I, I find it hard to depend on. I'm going to draw Edwin a map and like, I wish I could like talk in his ear. Like you're going, I don't know why we can't talk in jockey's ear. I've, I've, right? I, that's my new idea. Like you talk in the ear, just right? like you do in NASCAR and you but, say like, Hey, 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 you're oh, going hey, too yeah. fast, buddy. Slow down, right? slow yeah. down, ease up. Like, oh, oh, he's coming up the rail. He's coming up the right. rail. It's good. He's coming up the rail Wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> But is that going to happen? Is that legal? That would be so cool. But then I don't know why we don't. The trainer. Yeah, it would be the trainer. Pulls out the earpiece and they're like, I'm not going to. Can't hear you. They're not going to let Billy, if this ever happens, they're not going to let owners anywhere near it. I can guarantee you. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great. I've never heard if if anyone has tried anything like this. It's worthy of of asking. I'm glad you Uh, mentioned Maven. I was obviously going to ask Michelle. Definitely, I think, an interesting contender for Team Hansen in this spot. But, Billy, let's bring you in to get your idea of the winner as we kick off this late pick five on the Del Mar Saturday card. Here's the thing. It's hard to just start with a race. And you and I have done this show many times. You have to look at the whole sequence because you have to look at where you're going to single, where you're going to go deep, things like that. And then adjust your ticket accordingly. This is obviously a spread race. You can't have too strong of an opinion in here. Um, I hate 
you know, really using the favorite in a spread, but I think real money, Michelle didn't mention this horse for Gary Barber coming in, you know, to Pete Miller shortening back up gets Pratt. Okay. Must use on your ticket. I, I, I like in these five furlong races, this is interesting. I usually like inside because it's a quick turn. And if you get hung wide, uh, doesn't often work, but I'm, I'm actually all outside and, um, I'm using six, seven, eight, nine, those four horses use Michelle's horse on the cutback to five ace has run well at Del Mar. Um, maybe like Michelle said, doesn't have to go that fast in this particular spot. And then I'm using the two Mike Pipey horses, um, chaos theory, who he claimed and then fully loaded. Who's an interesting, uh, mm-hmm. import from Gulfstream. And if you look this in this weekend and next, I'm going to throw Kent DeSormo into the mix on a lot of horses because this is, he has a chance and he's been given a second chance, third chance, fourth chance, whatever this chance is for Kent. I think he's going to ride hard. He, there's no questioning Kent DeSormo's talent. None. He's uber talented rider. His, his, his off the field problems are what's gotten him into trouble. So I'm going to use a couple of his horses, especially, I think this is a live one for Pipey um, in a wide open race. All right. I mean, I, I'm I'm hearing where you guys are going with that, and I think you're making a great point about uh, looking at the looking at things uh, holistically when it comes to the entire sequence. Certainly, let's move on to the next race in this sequence. It is uh, race number six. Two-year-old maiden Colts going six and a half on the dirt. Very very interesting division to follow this time of year. We've got three from the Bob Baffert barn. Um, including number nine, Harlow Cap, with a real Baffert pedigree by Justify out of a Bodemeister dam. Let's start with the, the, the general question to you, Billy. Are you with the Bafferts or, or looking in another direction? Well, as we talked about the sequence, I have a single coming up later. So in, the, in a race like this that you just don't know um, with two-year-olds how they're going to respond, um, the first thing you look for is experience, and the second thing you look for is Baffert. Um, so spun intended has to be on the ticket. This horse ran a huge race to, to another Baffert named Fort Warren last time. He's had plenty of time to recover from that effort for Mark Glatt. Um, he's the likely favorite in here, unless the works come out on, on Harlow cap and, and they're just unbelievable. You have to use Harlow cap. He's on the outside Baffert, Johnny V $400,000 purchase. And then I think you also have to use brainstorming because JJ Hernandez winds up there. Oh, barnstorming. Sorry. Um, barnstorming. Uh, a son of quality road out of a smart mm-hmm. strike mare probably wants to go further, but this is six and a half. Mm-hmm. And how many times have you seen where Baffert gets bad and the other Baffert wins? It's like, it's just, it's ad nauseum. So I, I would go two, four, nine here, get it covered. And if someone beats me, uh, I'd be surprised. Michelle, is that enough coverage? If you, if you, yeah, if yep. uh, I loved Spun Intended on debut, and he didn't break great, and I still thought he made a nice run late. Um, I I really like him in here. I think Billy's on absolutely not only the right track, but we are thinking similarly. If I was just going to throw you one horse from a pedigree standpoint, it'd be the one Calm C. He's out of a mare named Surrender. Uh, his siblings include Surrender now and Red Flag, both of whom uh, ran very well, specifically at Del Mar. So I just think if you're looking for like an extra horse from a pedigree standpoint, that'd be the one. Um, but for me, I would even just go Spun Intended and Barnstorming. Okay. So Interesting. Really looking 4-9 with a little bit the one. Do I have those numbers right, Michelle? The two. Uh, the one was just kind of chuck people out. Like if you want a pedigree play, you go I for a long show. I'm going to play the two and the four. Okay, the two, the two, and the four for uh, for Michelle in that one. Let's move on to the hinge of this pick five. It is the Grade Two Sea Biscuit going a mile and a sixteenth on the turf field of nine. 
Michelle, we'll keep it with you. All right. So I think if you want a single, you can single Hong Kong Harry. I love hmm. Hong Kong Harry. I'm a huge fan of his. He, I think the distance should suit him very well, even though he's never run of the mile in a 16th. I really like him in here. So if I'm only going to use one horse, it's going to be Hong Kong Harry. Um, if I go a little bit deeper, I would certainly include uh, – beyond brilliant in this spot. I actually loved him going into the Breeders' Cup. He didn't run great that day, but you know, he's back at Del Mar. He loves Del Mar. He's running out of his stall. I know he likes that. So if I'm going to add a second horse, it would be him. And you're thinking, why not smooth like straight? I just feel like smooth like straight. No one was thinking a, that. No one was thinking that? No. Oh, okay. I'm just going to ask right. about him if neither of you brought him up. I'd say that. Well, <laughs> I just think that that horse runs bang up at a mile. And I just think like a step over and he sits your exacta. Like you could back wheel him in your exacta, right? Like, I mean, I, I think that he certainly picks up a check here, hits the board, but I can't depend on him to win anything beyond a mile. Billy, you seem to have an interesting reaction. No, I no, you know, I, I'm, I'm very aligned with Michelle here. Um, I think Hong Kong Harry, the fact that um, Phil D'Amato skipped the Breeders' Cup, they did not supplement. He's got great rest. He has really good pattern going into this race. He just dominated in the Del Mar Mile. I, th I don't think the extra 16th of a mile is going to hurt him. Keeps Pratt. And I think the pace in here is going to be really solid. I think Master of Foxhounds is Fox fast. Hounds. I think Santin is going to be up there. I think Smooth Like Straight is going to be up there. Obviously, Beyond Brilliant has run his best races when he's on the lead. So you're looking at four horses. They're going to cut out some serious fractions in here. And that's why I lean to Hong Kong Harry. I'm also going to take a shot with Set Piece um, coming from back east. This horse ran really good in the uh, grade one at Keeneland. Only got beat a length and three quarters that day for Brad Cox. Um, fast enough to stay uh, uh, to 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 run these down late if it gets hot, and I just I, I would key Hong Kong Harry because he has that mm -hmm. style that's going to fit this race. I think set piece is going to be flying late. If you look, he did lose to Santin and Smooth Like Straight as the favorite, and he was rolling that day. The mile and the 16 should fit him nicely. He's going to take back to last. You're not going to have to worry about it, and he's going to come flying late. So I would go 3-8 here with an emphasis on a Hong Kong Harry just because there's so much speed. It makes perfect sense. And my, my concern with uh, Santin was the shorter stretch here because I, I think that his better races have been at some of these tracks, Fairgrounds, Churchill, that have had longer stretches. And he did get necked out in the Hollywood Derby last time he ran at Del Mar. So yeah, he's a nice, he's a nice horse, Santin. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, from a nice. price standpoint, I just I used kind of chalky the last race. And I didn't, mm -hmm. I, if I was going to throw out one horse, I was going to try to beat him at three to one, even though he should get a good trip from the rail. It might be a tough situation, though, with so much speed. And I've always – I mean, I like Santin, but I, I, he has a little bit of a – similar to what Michelle was saying, look of a maybe a Churchill horse for course. I feel like the Players Podcast historical angles horse in this race is set piece between the potential for set up and the old uh, turf form shipping west we talk about yep. all the time. But much respect for Hong Kong Harry as well. Really interesting running of the Sea Biscuit. A lot of different ways you can go. And uh, curious to see how that one plays out on Saturday at Del Mar. 7 o'clock Eastern will be the fourth leg here. It's an allowance race. We're going six furlongs on the dirt. And uh, Michelle, I'm going to bring you back in for your thought on what numbers will be on your tickets. So looking at this allowance race, um, this is a 40 non-winners of two other than. So it's a little bit different condition than we generally see. I I was kind of on the fence. I like Liberty for Why is it different? Well, because it's a 40 non-winners of one or a 62 non-winners of two. Oh, it's a it's a dual 
Yeah. So like we don't, what? we see the 40 nominators of one, right? We don't ever have a 40 nominators of two, or we have the 62 nominators of two. So now we have a 40 nominators of two. No, it's not. No, that's not. You're reading cool. it wrong. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. It Guys, says, I'll read this one. For I'm the like three-year-olds and upward, which has never won never once won. other than Maiden, Claiming, or Starter, or State Fighter, which never won two races. Or never won two races. Or Claiming Price 40. So it's our, not a two so other than. stuff is normally a not, an optional 40 non-winners of one other That's than. That's what it is. But then why does it say non-winners of two? I don't know. Well, it says non-winners of two right here on my sheet. Maybe There's those are happy somewhere. Like it sounds no, like I don't know. Maybe you're right. In, you'll be able to tell by the composition of the field, right? I mean, if there's a horse that that uh, you know would have been eligible for the other conditions. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, maybe you have Phineas it. in here. He's a stakes winner, right? So he because he's Calbred. So he's instantly a horse you look at. He won. He won a stake here on Breeders' Cup weekend uh, in 2021, and he looked good doing it. From a race standpoint, he gets himself all worked up and messy. So he's very hard to like kind of get a read on beforehand. Recently, he's been tailing off. Uh, Lovinger moved him from Walter Solis to Peter Miller, and they tried him on the turf and down the hill last time. I think that was a very failed experience. I like you the fact think? that. Yeah, I know. I can see, right? I like the fact they're moving him back to dirt. Um, and I think that this is a condition that he obviously is going to suit very well. And the fact that he's a stakes winner on this track and he draws Pratt, I think he's absolutely worth a look at 10 to 1. Um, Miller's other horse in here, Lippity Forever, is interesting because he's cleared both of his Calbred conditions, um, one on turf, one on dirt, one sprinting, one routing also, by the way. And I think that he's coming in here in very, very good form. My look at him is he's never faced open company before, and there are. Are you just going through the whole field, or are you making picks? Okay, so I like the I mean, one Phineas, the two Liberty Forever, and the four City Rage. So we skipped one. It wasn't quite a. It wasn't quite a, a easy as one two three situation, but maybe for Michelle as easy as one two four. Billy, how do you see it? Yeah, this is where I'm. I'm gonna single actually and this is a really? typical race that i lose so everybody out there listening this is like where i completely fall off and yeah i'm gonna go baffert hopkins nine to five um even though he's not that fast on sheets i thought he was visually impressive at santa anita and i think he's probably i like him actually at six furlongs he's been the heavy favorite two times in a row never really ran a bad race lost to shaz that first race i mean put up 104 buyer that day um and I think he's coming around and he'll be, I like it that he's outside in here and he can kind of control the race. Uh, there is some other speed. If I had to bet other horses, it's funny. Michelle took one, two, four. If I had to bet two other horses in here, I'd actually bet the three and the five. So I'd go seven on top as my single. If you want to go deeper, I'd go three, five. So we are very, very opposite here. And definitely, if you're listening again, five's a, a good horse. Five looked super good last time. I agree. I, and he was a really good horse when good. Baffert had him. I, I, I like him, and but I, I like Hopkins. I think he runs one of those races where he becomes a, a very serious horse in here this time. Michelle, around. what do you think of Hopkins? Obviously, you're not with, but I mean, are you wildly against? Are you buying Billy's argument? Uh, I just, it's like one of my handicapping kind of like prerequisites, right? Or rules. I don't use first time versus winners generally. Um, prerequisites. Prerequisites. Yeah. Yeah, you want to say that again? One of those things. Shut up, Billy. Billy is busting shoes. Today. I, lo I love you, Michelle. Fire. I love you, Michelle, so He's much. Salty. I just know you just rushed here and you're just doing this, and it's just awesome. I just look at her head shaking. Look at the line from her from her cap. She, I love her so much. I, really I think the Hopkins is going to be bet enough. I think the world is going to probably see it Billy's way. So I think you're, yeah. you know, 
which means we're going to lose. I'm telling you right now, this is my typical horse that gets beat, and I go, what the? You know, I can't swear on the show, like on our show, Michelle. That's right. That's right. <laughs> But what, but when you what say, say that, is that because of the level of the race, Billy, or just because what, what a, is it? I have no, race? you know, it's one, it's one of those things where like, if you really dive deep, this race is wide open. Um, you know, there are, you can make a case for any of these horses. So what ends up happening, but you have to, like I said, in, in a late pick five, I like to single somewhere. I want to get some single and I just couldn't find one anywhere else. I guess if, if Michelle was right about Hong Kong Harry and you single Hong Kong Harry, that would work. And then you could maybe spread a little bit here and try to beat Hopkins. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to use Hopkins and like two other horses unless it was a price. Maybe Good Vibes Only is a good price for Sadler off the layoff. Uh, not not a huge layoff. He ran in September. I don't believe in low sal numbers a lot. Um, I guess Seville Row would be the other one that I I would I would maybe use. But it's just for me. It's one of those personal things, Pete, where you just constantly say, "Yep, this is the kind of race I lose." <laughs> We've got one more race to talk about. But first, a word from our sponsors, Del Mar. The Del Mar Fall Meet is upon us. Great weekend of racing. Going to continue on until Sunday, December 4th. Great racing includes the Turf Festival starting this weekend and grade two, uh, two grade ones, the Hollywood Derby on December 3rd and the Matriarch on December 4th. Also, be sure to check out the Del Mar Fall Handicapping Challenge on November 26th with BCBC and NHC seats available. Do not miss out on Del Mar this fall for much more information. You can go to their website, uh, dmtc.com. We're covering them also every day. Dean Kepler doing a great job over at inthemoneypodcast.com. And of course, uh, on the owner's box, you'll be hearing a word or two about this Del Mar Fall meet as well. Owner's One race box. left, team. Come on, Michelle. Oh, owner's box. <laughs> We've gotten allowance for those things out. I'll let you guys argue about the conditions if you want. A mile no, and a sixteenth on the turf. Michelle's right. There is something funky about that race. Michelle is right. <laughs> True. No, no, because if you look at the top of this race, it's optional non one X, and the other one's optional non two X. It's it's, but it's not necessarily a two other than. It's something strange. I don't know. There's conditions that are not in the form that are probably That's in the condition. Because you're allowed book. to be a, like it's non winners of one other than a maiden claiming or a starter or, or a which, red or right, have it won right. two races period right, right. or in for the claiming price. Right. Yes. So it's like a non-winners of one other than or two. We can just talk about this all day. I'm sure our audience is just like <laughs> thrilled like, look, about this. All right. But every, here's the thing. Oh, Let's so go. Phineas, Phineas could not have gotten in this race if it was a non-winners of one other than. Right. right. He is the or something. Or. Right. He is one of the ors. That's a good Let's name for on. one of the oars. Fascinating is this dissection of the condition. No, I just want to oh. just keep going so that Pete has to really go through this he's soccer game. Right he's yeah, he's dying. He's like, please stop talking about conditions. Ninth race. Listen, I, I purposely after the soccer game. <laughs> I purposely skinnied my ticket. Is that a word? Skinnied. Yeah. Why not? You said yeah. it. If I say it, you yell at me. But if you say it, it's good. No, no, no. I only yell at you when you say actually the wrong word. <laughs> Not skinnied. Skinnied is a made up word. Uh, so you could go deep here in, in the finale because this is you really, again, you can make a case for a lot of these horses. I went one, three, five, seven, eight, nine. I used Whoa. some bombs in here. Fly the skies 12 to one with JJ Hernandez for Steve Knapp. I got Tio Magico for Phil D'Amato, who is, you know, leading the trainer standings. And this is a sprinter stretcher outer. He ran really well last time. 15 to 1 on the morning line. And then you got your kind of logicals. Aligato for my good friends, Bob and Lucy. You know them, uh, Michelle, uh, Mark Latt. This horse, 
this horse needed his last, still ran on, probably didn't want to go that short, gets more distance, gets Rispoli. I think Alagato is probably the horse to beat in here, but I did I did go deep, and I'll throw out those numbers again, one, three, five, seven, eight, nine, to to wrap up the pick five. I like to I like to be I like to do one of two things. I either like to single in the last legs where I, I know this is the horse that needs to win, or I like going deep with some prices if you have stronger opinions earlier. So you get those, you know, nice payouts. Oh, this is for 1200 This is for 16000 This is, you know, I, I kind of like that. So theoretically, that's my uh, mental state. Michelle, giving help. Yourself, giving yourself something to dream right. on. How about Cut you, Michelle? Any more clarity on this uh, nightcap? Yeah. Five and the eight were my my uh, two horse. I really like. I, I love Oligato in this particular spot with the stretch out and distance. Especially, he is a stakes winner. He won the Turf Classic at Santa Anita. Although he's never won a race at Del Mar, so that's worth looking at. If I was going to use three horses, I would add the two Percolate, who Billy did not mention Ooh. at all. Yeah, uh, maiden and then came right back versus starters. I thought he ran well behind Durani. He gets blinkers on today, so at least we're going to get an equipment change that hasn't worked for him in the past. But that was also on dirt, and I think he's obviously proved himself to be a better turf horse. You're Skipping a condition, though. Talk about conditions because he goes from the starter. He still has the starter. He still has the starter. Yeah. 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 But mm -hmm. I see where you're going. You're Look, if you're going to use six, you might as well use seven. So throw in Michelle's horse. <laughs> That's just totally don't use bad. all don't use all but one yeah, that's the that. that's the death Wait, use okay, the other so horse if you're gonna go all but one who's the horse you would not use just as a Hold thought on. experiment yeah probably golden eye or dominant soul i like golden eye you do well first time gelding first time lasix yeah maybe I don't know. You want me to? You want me to throw Golden Eye in there as a backup for you, Michelle? Do you like Golden Eye that much? <laughs> I like Golden Eye Snapper. I like Golden Eye when we go to when we go get sushi, <laughs> which we should do next weekend. By absolutely, right? we should try to work something out for yeah, sure. Pete, oh my god! Oh, my god. oh, oh, oh. no, I'm kidding. There was there wasn't a gold. There wasn't sorry. a gold. What did it you say, really Michelle? Like, I'm sorry, Billy was mocking me. It was not Golden Eye. Like it was the other Peter Urton Seven Wonders. Sorry. Pete, okay. Seven I have one more question before you have to go. Like, how how do they choose the uniforms, and how many do they have? Like, the USA is the blue ones, and the England is white with like powder blue. That has nothing to do with England, aren't they? White and red usually. Well, yeah, they're 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 white with the again. They've got white or red, and then they've got the you know the little three lions crest. Uh, Who do you cheer for, Pete? Oh, I'm a USA. Supporter. He's got a USA soccer hat on. Oh, is he? I didn't even know. Yes. I swear, I didn't even yes. notice that. Um, but yeah, but like you're you're asking him questions about like the UK or the London team or the, whatever it is, the England team. So I didn't know if like maybe he was right. a fan of watching. England. Oh, he's a fan. He's I mean, fan I just like to watch the World Cup in general and come up with some you know betting angles and things like that. And who's the really good guy? Enjoying looking at this expected goals stat and hoping hopefully going to make some plays as the tournament goes on. No, like next time you ride, you need to wear pants that have like this. Those are hot. Fancy. I wore my jeans. I wore my jeans and it was terrible. I am so sore. I'm not kidding. Let's talk about that on Beach Boss, though. We have Beach Boss this week. Tomorrow, Pete. Tomorrow. Don't Put forget. in that plug. Put in that plug. Where can folks Beach find Boss. you? What can they expect? Michelle, where do they find Saturdays us? Saturdays at 11 o'clock on uh, Del Mar's YouTube channel. Oh, wait. What race are we doing? We're doing the Sea Biscuit. Oh, well, now I know who you like. Yeah, you Maybe can. I'm gonna put all my money on one horse this week. Mm, Hong Kong Harry, number one super guy. Michelle, do you remember Hong Kong Fooey? Yeah, Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> 
Number one super guy. Hong Kong Pete is so upset right now, Pete. All right, Pete. Go go watch your soccer. Thank you, Pete. Thanks, everybody. I'll leave you. I'll leave the lights on. Just shut them up. You know, end StreamYard link when you guys are done and, and everything will be okay. No, In we're all good. seriousness, though, guys, appreciate your help. Really looking forward to seeing you. Appreciate our friends at uh, Del Mar. We will be back with more content very soon here on uh, InTheMoneyPodcast.com, through the Owner's Box, through the Players Podcast. I'm Peter Thomas Fornatel. May you win all your photos. <laughs>